Good morning, Chester AP Church Devotional Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking your time to get started with us today. We're going to read Genesis chapter 6. Let's get started. All right, well, let's jump ahead to Genesis chapter 6 today as we get started. We're going to read of the sons of God and daughters of mankind being connected and the judgment of God decreed on the wickedness of man. Chapter 5 is just a genealogy, and there's helpful benefits in genealogy, but I'm not going to read the genealogy on the podcast, and here's why. I will mess up those names, I will butcher them, and so there's no need for me to read it. We're going to jump ahead to chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. When mankind began to multiply on the earth, that is discussed in chapter 5, the genealogy. And daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of mankind were beautiful, and they took any they chose as wives for themselves. And the Lord said, My spirit will not remain with mankind forever, because they are, because they are corrupt. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth both in those days and afterward. When the sons of God came to the daughters of mankind who bore children to them, they were the powerful men of old, the famous men. Then verse 5, When the Lord saw the human wickedness was widespread on the earth, and that every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time, the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and he was deeply grieved. Then the Lord said, I will wipe away mankind whom I created off the face of the earth, together with the animals, creatures that crawl, and birds of the sky. For I regret that I made them. Noah, however, found favor with the Lord. Now there's a lot to this. I'm not going to go into great detail with this idea of the sons of God and the Nephilim and the uh, Nephilim and the um, the giants, etc. I, I just want to say this. There was wickedness on the earth, and as man multiplied, wickedness multiplied. As daughters were born, people took advantage of the women, and they began to multiply, and more and more wickedness was multiplying on this earth, and God was sick and tired of it. Uh, it was uh, perverted. It was a corrupt people and population, and the world was being, multi- was, was being filled with this wickedness. God says, literally, I regret that I did this. Did God know uh, that uh, this was going to happen? Of course he did. But um, did he regret it? Yeah, of course he did. I mean, the Bible clearly tells us that. But he he hated the fact, he lamented the fact that the world had gone in the way in which it had gone. Though He lamented the fact that he was going to have to bring judgment upon the wickedness of the world. And I think that's an important trait. God is a God of love, but he's also a God of justice. And he will not allow uh, wickedness to stand and go unpunished. And he'll do what he has to do. And it laments him, however, to bring judgment upon his creatures. God does not want to judge his people. He wants to save them in his grace. That's why he sent forth the Lord Jesus Christ to redeem them, uh, to redeem us. That's why he made uh, animal sacrifice in the Garden of Eden to to accept that sacrifice in Adam and Eve's place so he didn't have to kill them immediately. That's why God uh, put a mark on Cain so that when Cain went off, he wouldn't be harmed by the world around him, but rather he would be protected because God loves his creation. He created the world to love the world. And so he laments, he regrets that the situation is what it is, but God is not going to hesitate to bring judgment. He will do what he needs to do. And that's what we find here in chapter 6, is that when the Lord saw the human wickedness that was widespread on the earth, and that every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time, 
He lamented, he regretted, he was deeply grieved, and he said, I'm going to wipe them off from the face of the earth. I've created them, uh, but I'm going to wipe them off from the face of the earth with the animals, with the creatures that crawl, with the birds of the sky, for I regret that made all of them. When, when Adam and Eve sinned, the crowning moment, the crowning achievement of God's creation, the ones who were created to live in relationship with him, when they sinned, the whole world was tainted. You and I are tainted, and all the world around us is tainted with sin. We talked about that in Genesis chapter 3. But God says, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Verse uh, 8 says, Noah, however, found favor with the Lord. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, is how the children's song goes. Noah received the grace and mercy of God. He found favor because Noah was righteous. We'll see that in the next section. But Noah was a righteous man. He believed God, and he fulfilled the requirements that God had given to him. He was a faithful man, the only, presumably only faithful man on the earth at that time. God honors faithfulness. It's also important to note here that as Noah was the only faithful man on the earth at this time, that he was living a life of loneliness, right? He was alone in his faithfulness. Sometimes we can get frustrated. Sometimes we can think that no one is there to help us along the way. We get discouraged. We get uh, caught up and we see the world around us going crazy. But we still have church. We still have friends. We still have family members who believe in the Lord and are faithful. We might have some that have wandered away. We might have some that rejected, but we still have other people. Noah had no one, literally no one. And Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord because Noah maintained his faithfulness. Relationship with God was enough for Noah, and that's the call on your life and my life. We need to have relationship with God through faith, and that should be enough to sustain us in righteousness. You guys take care. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. You can.